Hello there. Welcome to Peaceably, a podcast by myself, Kiara Reyes. Um, hi. <laughs> um, if you're listening to this, if you know you took the time to sit there, click on a link, open this podcast up. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really appreciate any support I can get. You know, this idea really just kind of came out of nowhere for me. I was literally driving to Walmart. And, you know, the past couple years have been pretty difficult for a lot of people, including myself. I feel as though my mind has been clogged up by a lot of things in this world. I've been caught up in being busy and worried about work and school and money that I haven't given the time to really do what I was called to do, which is spread the word of God, spread who God is, and do that in a way that matches the culture we live in today instead of being sucked in the culture we live in today. So, again, if you're here, thank you so much. This was just something set in my heart I felt to do. I am someone who loves to talk and always has thoughts on simple things. And I tend to make simple things complicated for myself. I always think there's always more of an explanation to something than what we see on the surface. And I think that's why when I had this realization to do something like a podcast I found it in myself to actually do it because I feel as though it is something that I'm already good at (laughs) so again this is a, a simple conversation just thoughts of me from me um that I'm literally writing in a journal as I read the Bible um, on a regular Wednesday night. I'm just here to spread what I think, maybe spark a conversation, maybe, you know, help you in a way, or even make you feel like someone is on the same page as you when it comes to reading the Bible and what you understand from what you read in the Bible. Um, I'm not a professional. I am just, again... A simple young woman, Christian young woman, Pentecostal, was raised Pentecostal, who wants to spread my thoughts and, you know, do that by spreading my thoughts on the word of God and what it really means to me. So, I'm going to stop there because I feel like I'm babbling too much. And we're going to just start the show. The show begins. (laughs) So as you can read in the title, today I'm going to focus on the story or the start of the story of David. Um, If you have a Bible or a notebook, that'd be great because we're really going to focus on that today. Um, And the story of David probably can go back even before versus Samuel. Um, But I'm going to start in versus Samuel 16. Um, there's a lot of context to this story, but I'm just going to start there because that is really where you see 
already God is making the way for David's life in chapter 16 of 1 Samuel. So, you know, I was really motivated, not motivated, really moved to start that story today. Um, so I did. And we're going to go to 1 Samuel chapter 16. If you want to follow along, you can. And I will read it now. Just to be specific, I'm going to be reading 1 Samuel chapter 16. And I'm going to be stopping at verse 5. I'm not reading the whole chapter. I want to break down what I read literally by verses. So I'm just going to be reading the first verse to the fifth verse. And that's all. So let's read this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reign over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided myself a king among his sons. And Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hears it, he will kill me. But the Lord said, Take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Then invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what you shall do. You shall anoint for me the one I named to you. So Samuel did what the Lord said and went to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming and said, Do you come peaceably? And he said, Peaceably, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. Then he con consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. Now, I'm not one to really dig deep into simple verses. Not to say that the Bible is simple, but sometimes I can find myself just reading the Bible just to read it instead of looking into it. Because I, you know, you know how the Bible is. So, <laughs> um, but just these first five verses um, is really where I got the title of this podcast, which is Where is Your True Focus? Um, I, I don't know why it just came to my head, but. I feel like it matches even just the first five verses of this chapter um, where we see this conflict happening with Samuel specifically. Um, there's a bunch of background information that we need to know, but I don't want to keep this podcast too long. So I think I'm going to keep it <laughs> straightforward. But it basically it's time to look for a new king. And Samuel is called by God, as you can see to go anoint that king for him now god already knows who it is he knows what his plan is um but just in these five verses we can see um where there's conflict in samuel and where you know we can relate these things that samuel is feeling to ourselves um which is why I just wanted to do it on these five verses because I feel like, you know, there's just so much in it <laughs> that I feel like I can relate to. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about that and what I wrote in my journal and 
what I feel I learned from these five verses. So, yeah, here we go. If you're hearing a journal in the background, it's literally the pages from my journal being flipped around. Just saying. So, in verse 1, we see the Lord send Samuel to Jesse, the Bethlehemite. Um, I have a study Bible, so it really like breaks down information for me very, very well that I probably wouldn't know on my own unless I did some research. So thank God for this study Bible. Um, but just for some background information on Jesse, um, he was the grandson of Ruth and Boaz. And so Jesse is, or was in the line of the covenant with Abraham. Um, that's just good information to know because I feel like a lot of the stuff we see in the Old Testament um, relates back to like ancestry and, you know, who the descendants are, you know, because there's just always a timeline in what God is doing. Um, but yeah, so anyways, we see that the Lord is sending Samuel to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, to anoint a king within one of his sons. So God is already knowing God already knows what he's doing by verse one. Um, Samuel does not. He is trying to get over, you know, grieving over a friend, Saul. And he's he's just so focused on that, that the Lord is literally speaking to him and sending him to do his work. And in verse two, Samuel responds with, how can I go? And literally tells God he's worried about Saul and him finding out because he says in verse two, he will kill me. And I found this interesting because, you know, I feel like a lot of times in life, God will can literally tell us he can literally tell us what to do literally show us what the answers are um you know bother our spirit on certain things and we'll still sit here and be worried about man and about what other people think or you know what the worldly limitations will be and who's gonna say what and you know things like that and we don't sit to realize that the creator of the world is literally you know he like picked you out you know he he made you who you are he designed your life the way it is and he provided you with talents and a ministry and you know a character because he is who he is and it's crazy to me how God is literally telling him what to do and he's still worried about Saul you know like God's literally telling you you know, go here and do my work because I have a king that I need you to anoint. And he responds with, how can I go? And basically that Saul will kill him. So just in those first two verses, we see that Samuel is dealing with a lot in his mind and he's literally conflicted against his own will and his own focus with what God has in plan. And um, you will see literally from these two verses to the last one that Saul's focus kind of shifts and 
that's why I wanted to talk about that today because I feel like in this new year starting off wasn't the best um but I want my focus to shift you know I want to realize that what I think I have planned for my life is not what God has planned for my life um and in order to do what God has planned for my life I need to focus on what he's telling me and not focus on the things around me so yeah so um we're gonna continue um yeah that was verse one and verse two and then we go to verse three where god answers samuel's question but he doesn't answer the specific question you know or the specific worry that samuel has samuel is presenting to god the worry of his friend and basically he's saying you know if my friend finds out he's gonna hate me he's gonna kill me he's not gonna want to talk to me what do I do how do I go and God answers with directions he doesn't say you know um he doesn't say what Samuel maybe wanted to hear he says what he needs to say to Samuel because it is what he needs to hear so in my notes i put you know samuel in verse 2 is questioning what god is telling him to do because he's so focused on what his own mind and is telling him um but by verse 3 and 4 god is literally giving him the direction and you know sometimes doing what god tells you can be scary and won't be the right answer to what you're asking but you know Samuel wasn't worried about God's direction either he was worried about man but sometimes focusing on the right thing can hold you back from the one thing that you need most to do which is follow and focus in God's direction um And like I said, the Lord didn't even answer Samuel's worry, technically. He didn't say, you know, don't worry about Sam. I mean, don't worry about Saul. I'm so sorry. Don't worry about Saul. You know, everything's going to be all right with you, too. You know, he didn't sit here and try to comfort Samuel about his friend. He said and gave Saul, Samuel, I'm sorry, direction (laughs) All of the S names are going to confuse me. But he sat here and proceeded to give Samuel direction because he could see that just with that that little worry that Samuel had, his focus wasn't in the right place. So God gave him specific direction, specific direction to shift Samuel's focus. And in verse five, we can see that it is shifted. It says in verse 5, I'm sorry, in verse 4, So Samuel did what the Lord said and went to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming and said, Do you come peaceably? You know, the difference between verses 2, you know, Samuel's response in verse 2 to what he does in verse 4 is that his focus is shifted. In verse 2, Samuel is speaking. He's worried. He's in his head. 
You know, he's just, he's speaking out loud. He's not doing anything. His focus isn't there. In verse 4, he has direction. So instead of speaking and being lost in his own focus, now that he has direction from God, he's working and he's doing and he's taking action on what God is telling him to do. And I don't know, just these couple of verses, I'm like, come on now. Like, this is, this is kind of deep. And I, I know I probably sound all over the place, and I'm probably going to finish up in a little bit. But even just those five verses, I'm, I sat here and I'm like, wow, God. Like, Samuel was literally hearing the Lord and was so focused on, you know, his own thoughts and his own priorities that he wasn't trying to do what God was literally telling him to do, you know? And I think today as believers, it's really easy to do that, you know, to focus on what I think is the problem and to focus on what the world is telling me is the problem or, you know, maybe the world is telling you you need to be married by 25 and have a house by 30 or, you know, you shouldn't be in college at 40 years old or, you know, you shouldn't, I don't know. It's just like so many things that we are focused on or have the pressure of all the time that we lose sight of what God is literally telling us to do. And that is to seek him and to pursue him and to spread his word and to do that. Because without that, you know, how is God's will being done? How are other people going to meet him if not through you? How is his work going to be done if not through us, you know? So that's why I, I I titled this, you know, where's your true focus at? Because I think I know that my focus for 2022 is definitely growing closer to God, obviously. Um, definitely praying more to get that um, focus back. You know, I think sometimes we think losing focus here and there is okay, but I don't want to lose focus on who God is. I, I want that persistent direction from him, that persistent relationship with him. And once we get caught up in the day-to-day things that this world has to offer and we lose that focus, you know, we sadly just lose that relationship with God. Not that he chooses to leave us, but we leave him in a place, in a box, perhaps, like so, so small to focus on what we think are bigger things. When God is has given us the Bible and has, you know, spoken to you probably many, many times and has given you direction and we're still sitting here putting him in a little box, which I think is crazy. So, you know, just those five verses, again, shows how important it is to keep our focus on God. Um, focus on what he's telling you, you know, focus on who he's telling you you are and not worry about what the world is telling you. Um, don't worry about what man has to say or what the pressures are that they have on you because what God has is all part of a bigger picture. Everything we do is all part of a bigger picture and you know it's like when when you go to a museum or you even take a picture you know 
you can zoom in on a little corner of it and you'll probably see like a bunch of like pixels or little squares of the image and say you know what is that so when you zoom out and the picture becomes more developed and there's more pieces of the picture that is revealed to us because our focus is shifting we literally can see the bigger picture i know that's kind of corny but it's it's good to think about it like that i think we tend to focus on smaller things when we should be focusing on the bigger thing that god has for us and most of the time it'll be with direction most of the time it won't be but even in those times like god provides us with tools like the bible and prayer that we can use to center that focus so yeah that's that's all i really had to say about these five verses i mean it's short and sweet i don't want to take long I know I spoke a lot in the beginning, but um, just to reiterate, you know, God always has a plan and it's really important to keep our focus on him and what that plan is for us. And once we stop speaking and start doing, we will see and understand what God was doing in the first place. And your focus will be shifted and and will literally change your life around. So I think that's really important. Um, Yeah. But I also just forgot that verse five, I said in my bio that I was going to talk about it because it's related to my title of the podcast. When I read verse five, the word peaceably really stood out to me because I had never really heard that word like anywhere ever. And so when that word came up in the question that the the elders of Bethlehem were asking, um, do you come peaceably? I was like, why are they using that word? Like, why don't they say, you know, are you coming in peace or I don't know. I just felt like it was. It was just a nice word. I don't know. It just stood out to me. And I really liked what Samuel said after that, where he says, um, verse five, and he said, peaceably, he he uses the language they use. And he says, peaceably, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. And, you know, I, it says in my Bible that the elders, you know, it says that they trembled. Because it indicated that Samuel had retained significant power as a judge and as well as a priest during this time. So, you know, he was walking into territory where they knew who he was and, you know, how much power he had in him as a person in society, you know. But they asked him, do you come peace peaceably? And I feel like that's what I want to do here in this podcast is come peaceably to people with words with with something that God is perhaps sending me to do for other people you know I don't I'm not doing this podcast to shame or you know put anyone down or tell someone I'm right and they're wrong I I'm coming peaceably because I'm you know taking the time 
to do what I feel is right. And that's just spread the word of God and just talk about it, you know, and how it affects me personally. Half of the things I said on this podcast right now probably didn't even resonate with you or, you know, maybe you have other thoughts. But again, I'm not here to sit here. I'm not here to say that I'm right and you're wrong. I'm coming peaceably because God is peace and we're here to talk about him, you know, and just do what he's calling us to do. And I'm here to do that as well. I'm coming peaceably and I'm coming with an open heart, not knowing what's next, but knowing that God has sent me here, knowing that I have a purpose on this planet, in this world, in my community, you know, to my family, to my friends. And I want to portray that to other people. It doesn't even matter matter who I am. I just want them to know I come peaceably um, to do what God has sent me to do. So that is my podcast for tonight. This is my first one. I know it probably isn't perfect if I stuttered or, you know, repeated myself a lot. I really talk so much that I don't hear myself <laughs> afterwards. I just keep saying what comes to my mind. So if you heard some of that, I apologize. But um, hopefully I will continue to do this more. I will try to be consistent um, with doing this because I feel like it's not only beneficial to other people if they even listen to this but I feel like it's beneficial to me and will really help me understand a lot of things in the word and even a lot of things about myself that I didn't know um I had in me so I'm gonna keep doing this um if you're listening to this thank you so much you know I appreciate it I hope what I said made sense and in some way resonated with you um you know, you can always, I think the good thing about the Bible is that it hits differently for different people or, you know, I could read this right now and it means this for me, but it can mean something totally different next year. Um, So, you know, if you read this and you read it differently or saw it differently, that's perfectly fine. You know, the Bible isn't subjected to just one version of it. It, it touches you personally in the way it needs to, you know. So I'm not sitting here saying what I half of the said what I half of what I said is right but I will sit here and just say that God is good and I hope that what I said kind of made sense and kind of resonated with you um don't forget you know to keep your focus on God that is my goal for 2022 is to keep my focus on him because once that focus is settled on him everything else just makes sense um so yeah um i hope you were touched in some way by this podcast and i think i am so whether you're listening to this in the morning or when you're going to sleep or whenever just know that jesus loves you he cares for you he died on the cross for you and if you already know that make sure to spread that to someone else so thank you this is my first podcast again. God bless you. Uh, my name is Kiara Reyes and stay tuned.